episode today on the CECI Connect podcast is titled Criminal Justice, What Can I Do With This Major? I'm Tom Fellows from the CECI Undergraduate Advising Center, and I am the academic advisor who is assigned to work with students majoring in criminal justice. Our guest today is Dr. Patrick Gherkin from the School of Criminal Justice, Criminology, and Legal Studies here at GVSU. Dr. Gherkin is a criminal justice professor and is also the program chair. Packy, thank you for joining us today. We'd like to have you start by telling us uh, about your background and how you became a professor at GVSU. My pleasure, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, it's, it, I have an interesting story of how I became a pre- professor. Um, ultimately, it, it was never anything that I set out to do, never anything that I planned to do. I think I was like a, a, a typical undergraduate student. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, but I was getting ready to graduate, and quite frankly, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I uh, enjoyed studying, and I was encouraged at that time by the, the chair of the department to uh, think about going to graduate school. And so I applied for um, some funding opportunities, and I was uh, granted an opportunity to basically earn a free master's degree. At the conclusion of that, I was encouraged by uh, another chair, a different chair, and said, have you ever thought about a PhD? And um, honestly, I I never had thought about a PhD, but upon becoming a um, a funded PhD candidate, they gave me my first course to teach, and uh, here I am, a teaching career later. Okay. Can, can you provide us an overview of the requirements of the criminal justice major at GVSU? Sure. So students have two options um, as far as the criminal justice major goes. You can either choose the Bachelor of Arts or the Bachelor of Science. And I'll just quickly cover the distinction there. The Bachelor of Arts is going to require a third-year proficiency in a foreign language, and that could be any foreign language, actually, that, that Grand Valley offers. The Bachelor of Science is actually going to require a three-course sequence, uh, starting with STATS 215, a basic STATS class, and then you're going to take CJ300, which is essentially our quantitative research methods course, and CJ400, our qualitative research methods course. Otherwise, all students that that are criminal justice majors are going to take the same 27 credits that we consider the required courses that are part of the major. Uh, The basic intro to criminal justice, justice in society, criminology, culture, crime, and justice, constitutional rights and civil liberties. And then, of course, we have uh, a class on policing, a class on corrections, one on courts, a class on juvenile justice, and then uh, our capstone issues in criminal justice class. So all students will take those 27 credit hours. And then students will take an additional 12 credits of electives. And that's where we, we really have opportunities for students to really explore their interests. And we have some really interesting classes like um, one of my favorites, because it happens to be a class that I teach, white collar crime. But we have classes on terrorism, uh, victimology, security management, criminal investigation, principles of security, crimes against women, criminal justice and human rights, digital crime, media and culture. And we have a, 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 lo- a list longer than that that students can actually choose from to uh, sort of based upon their interest and explore things that um, they think might be applicable to whatever it is that they want to do in the field in criminal justice. Well, it's common for criminal justice majors to include a minor. What are some common minors for criminal justice students, and uh, why is it helpful for a student to have a minor? First, let me say that 
you can have any minor, for that matter, major combina major combinations. Excuse me. Um, it's often um, criminal justice majors might even choose a, a complementary major right within our college, and sometimes even within our own unit. We are the school of criminology, criminal justice, and legal studies, and so straight away there you have um, options. Some students will actually be double majors in criminal justice and legal studies, or they may choose a criminal justice major and a minor in legal studies. So that's a fairly popular combination. Uh, CJ students are fairly lucky in that uh, the number of credits required for you to be a CJ major um, are actually relatively small, comparatively speaking. So another common double major is actually criminal justice and psychology. So we have a lot of double majors, actually. You can actually um, graduate from Grand Valley State University with the minimum number of credits allowed. That is 120. And actually a double major in both CJ and psych and fulfill all of the degree requirements for both. Um, you mentioned minors. And again, I guess my big point is you can minor in just about anything you want. We are also part in the School of Criminology, Criminal Justice, and Legal Studies, part of an interdisciplinary minor in Information System Security. So that is a popular minor for our students as well because it allows them to sort of double dip within our curriculum. Um, students may choose to minor in a foreign language. They may choose social work. Um, certainly complementary to what it is that maybe they want to do when they go to work in the field. So the options are limitless when it comes to a minor, and I think in many ways are going to be guided by the student's career goals and career interests. Uh, students have the option of doing an internship for the major. Can you tell us about how that works? Yeah, we've got a lot of opportunity for experiential learning, and internships is uh, probably one of the best. Students in criminal justice are not required to do an internship. I know that's common in, in some majors, but it's not required in criminal justice, but we strongly encourage students to take on an internship. Uh, students must be at least a junior. Sometimes we make exceptions for students who are, you know, maybe late in their sophomore year approaching the, the junior level, level of credits. We do make some exceptions, but um, we, we want students to have a fair amount of coursework under their belt before they really jump into the uh, internship process. We have a dedicated internship coordinator. Her name is Laura Marsh, and she's fabulous, and she does a really great job of um, both helping students connect with potential internship sites, as well as helping students process the experience and all of the experiential learning that they are um, getting out of that internship experience. Yeah, that's great. Um, could you also give us some examples of internships that some of our students have been a part of? Sure. S students can do an internship in just about anything that they want. I mean, generically speaking, in criminal justice, we, we like to break the field up into the world of law enforcement, courts, and corrections. And it's fair to say we send students out into all of those areas. But but not just that. If, it, if it's law enforcement, we have students doing internships with local law enforcement agencies, also with um, sheriff's departments, with the Michigan State Police, and also federal sites like Homeland Security, the federal, marsher, federal marshals, excuse me. Um, corrections is similar. We've got students in everything from local corrections to, to state corrections and on into the world of, um, um, but also in the courts, right? So we have uh, interns with um, 
public defender's office, also reentry services and victim services. Really, there is no limits placed. Students can either bring a specific site that they'd like to work with to us, or Laura is happy to help students find sites based upon um, you know some of their interests and what they're able to communicate to her. So, can you tell us about the Inside Out Prison Exchange Program? Yeah, this is a, a really cool and unique opportunity. Of course, there are many schools that actually have an inside-out option for students, but um, many of them also don't, and so we're glad to have this. We actually have three faculty who have been trained, and it it actually, uh, the training is pretty significant, and they're required to undergo um, a pretty intense training at the Inside-Out Training Institute in order to become trained facilitators of an inside-out class. Uh, Once approved, then you find a a partner institution, and, and I mean correct correctional institution, not, a, not another institution of higher education. Uh, the course actually takes place inside of the prison, and half of the students will be, um, in this case, GVSU students, all majors in, in, in criminology, criminal justice, and legal studies, and the other half of the students are essentially going to be long-term incarcerated inmates. Um, in this case, it's been um, all men, and you'll be taking a class inside of a correctional institution with um, inmates who have been serving for anywhere from five to some of them 10, 15, upwards of 20 years. And it presents a really unique opportunity for, uh, again, I would say some experiential learning, but also just cross-pollination of ideas between students and, um, um, again, men who have uh, significant experience um, of maybe with crime, but also with the justice system and um, and and the correctional institution. So it's a it's a really cool opportunity. I've been fortunate to go and witness some of the graduation ceremonies, and it, it is really a transformative experience for um, the inside and the outside students. It's a really neat opportunity. So GVSU has a police academy that students can apply to. Um, can you tell us about how that works? Absolutely. Uh, The GVSU Police Academy has trained students from all academic disciplines to become qualified, ethical, and competent law enforcement candidates for nearly 50 years now, and we continue to set the bar for law enforcement education. Uh, MCOLS, which is the Michigan Commission on Law Enforcement Standards, actually sets the curriculum, and they require 594 hours of, of mandatory curriculum. The GVSU Police Academy far exceeds that, offering upwards of 669 hours of curriculum, and we do that because we believe there are certain areas that um, I mean, MCOL sets the, the minimum standards, and, and we just don't believe in the minimum standards. And so we know there are things that officers need, um, mental health training and um, um, de-escalation and, and bias, bias training. So there's a lot that we do that is in excess of what MCOLs requires. Uh, these are some things that are easily found on our website, but I, I can't say enough good things about our academy. We have uh, a, an amazing track record, 97% program completion rate, a 99% licensing exam pass rate, and a 95.4% employment rate based on uh, the last five years. So We've got a fabulous academy. I always tell students, hey, do your homework. If you're thinking about police academies, uh, go check them out. Check out their websites and, and, and check out the statistics the, along the lines of what it is that I've just, mess- just mentioned. And uh, I believe the GVSU Police Academy is, is, is top-notch, and we do a great job of preparing students to go out and have a successful career in law enforcement. Uh, studying abroad is a great option for students at GVSU. Um, can you tell us about some of the options for our criminal justice students? 
Sure. As a criminal justice student, you actually um, can can take advantage of the many study abroad opportunities offered at GVSU. We are huge advocates of students um, going abroad for part of their studies, whether that be for a semester abroad or that is for one of the many faculty-led opportunities for study abroad for students at GVSU as well. So first, I'd say that we, we strongly encourage students to do that. Um, you can always fulfill issues um, credits with your study abroad. So um, I encourage students to, to explore that and make that a part of their undergraduate career. We also have a faculty-led study abroad program or a trip that runs to Japan. It's led by one of our faculty, Naoki Kanabashi. He's a native Japanese speaker. And the trip typically runs for about four weeks and explores Japanese criminal justice system as well as the Japanese culture and, of course, the intersection of those two things as well. So it's a really cool opportunity. It goes to a lot of cultural sites and also explores uh, as I mentioned, the Japanese criminal justice system and, and takes students and gives them sort of a um, behind-the-scenes look at the way that they do justice in Japan. Uh, can you give us some examples of careers in the criminal justice field? Um, do you happen to have any specific examples of what some of our graduates are doing now? Absolutely. There, there's so much to criminal justice. I think people uh, commonly associate criminal justice with law enforcement. And while that is part of what we do and part of what we train students for, uh, there's so much more to the field of criminal justice. And so earlier you heard me reference the fact that we like to think that we prepare students for, world, for, for careers in criminal justice, whether that be in law enforcement or in courts or in corrections. And so some of the careers that you might see there are, of course, law enforcement at the various levels. That includes federal, state, or local, um, but also victim services, juvenile justice specifically. We actually have a juvenile justice minor. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Reintegration services, private security, treatment services. And so really, we've got a, a wide variety of potential careers that students can, can pursue after graduating with a degree in criminal justice. What are uh, common graduate programs for students who complete a bachelor's degree in criminal justice? Really, again, here it's it's largely based upon um, career aspirations, but a student can go on and pursue graduate studies in any number of areas really based on what it is that they want to do. Of course, we have our own CJ Master's program, so we have a uh, Master's of Science in Criminal Justice, and so that's a, a popular option. But our students really go on um, to, to take any number or enroll in any number of graduate programs. They might pursue a Master's in Public Administration, um, computer information systems, social work. Some of them actually go on to law school or possibly sociology. So again, the, the, there are no right or wrong answers or options when it comes to pursuing graduate work. It's really going to be based upon what the student wants to do as a career and how they see that master's education as helping them achieve that, that career goal. Dr. Gerken, thanks again for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, it was great to learn a little about you, and really, we really appreciate you helping us learn about the, the criminal justice program at GVSU. And, um, we usually finish our episodes with a quote, and today we have a quote from Mahatma Gandhi that hopefully fits well with our College of Education and Community Innovation. Uh, the quote is, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. 